Welcome back to the Vikings Off Tackle Podcast. This is your host, Brandon. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful Friday. So for today, a little bit of a preview with the Vikings and Commanders game coming up. Should be an easy win for the Vikings. It should be. Playing at FedEx Field, playing in Washington. A lot of good news has happened with the Vikings this week, with the obviously the trade of TJ Hawkinson. It should translate to the Commanders win. Commanders are a weird team this year. Super freaking weird. Like, they're good, they're bad. They've won three out of uh they've won three out of the last games. I think. They're bad? Probably, though. Like, let's just be honest. They lost to the Lions. The one win the Lions have on September 18th, they lost. 36-27. Carson Wentz has been an absolute, hilariously failure of a quarterback. But that Taylor Hinkie, he's got that dog in him. He's got that, like, you know, Fitzpatrick. I would probably consider him, like, today's new Fitzpatrick. Super exciting, super fun. Powerful leader, he'll lower the shoulder, go right into you, and then talk some uh, smack on the way back to the huddle. I love Taylor Heineke. I think he's absolutely awesome. But the Vikings are the team. And as every good team does, they have to win. Good teams beat the teams they're supposed to beat. I know. I sound like freaking Skip Bayless or Stephen A there. But the good teams. Just need to take care of teams that are what four and four, three and four, or four and four. Yeah, the commanders are four and four, up and down. Dan Schneider's going cuckoo birds, they have no idea who's even going to own the team. And the Vikings are six and one and made a trade for a 25 year old pro bowler. You just have to win these games. I would say it's a trap game because we all know what comes after next week. We all know. That would be the beautiful Buffalo Bills. The game everyone circled. The game everyone wants to see because no one knows if the Vikings are legit. And you know what? They have the right to say that. That's the one criticism I've always had about the Minnesota Vikings. They have beaten no one. Now, I'm super excited. I think it's super awesome. I The season's great, and I think the first year with AOC and the new general manager, I think it's an absolute phenomenal start to the season. But I've talked about this in the past. They played absolutely nobody. So they beat the Packers 23-7. Looked really cool. That was the game that you would say was their biggest contest, but then it really wasn't, because those commanders also beat them. Kind of red hot, actually, commanders. Absolutely slaughtered by the Eagles, and they're slaughtering just about everybody. Now you can say, well, you know, we lost to the Eagles. That's respectable, right? Is it? Aren't the Vikings supposed to be a top three team, top five team, according to the record? Top four team? You don't lose 7-24. to 24. Have Irv Smith, who dropped a wide-open pass. I really set the tone. They got absolutely killed. 
If you're going to think you're one of them, one of the big boy teams, one of the powerful teams, you also got to play like one of the big boy teams. Because the Chiefs don't play around. The Bills don't play around. The Vikings have. Continuing on, the Detroit Lions 28-24. Embarrassing. It's a one-win Lions team. It feels good to get the win. A divisional rival. Yay. But you have to win those games. Like That's not, that's not even comparable. The Saints are an absolute dumpster fire. Week 4, 28-25, absolute dumpster fire of a team. You And we had a double doink to win against Andy Dalton. Bears look like they're kind of picking it up, kind of getting desperate. Nice win. I'll give that one a nice win. Then the Dolphins, 24-16. We played two quarterbacks and a guy named Skylar Thompson. End of story. When we played against Tua, that would have been great. Cardinals have one of the most overhyped, overrated coaches of all time, and Kyler Murray is screaming at every player he can so he can get on double XP weekend in Call of Duty. That They put that clause in for a reason. You don't just accidentally do that. You don't mean that to be rude. You, you put that in your clause because you're afraid. Kyler Murray has been great his whole life. His accolades are absolutely impressive. But I just don't think he cares too much. He's gotten his money. If he wins, he wins. He loses, he loses. He looks kind of goofy out there. I just don't. He cares, but at the same time, I just don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Time will tell, but the Vikings beat him. 34-26. And now we got the Commanders. Coming off, through what did I say, three wins in a row? Coming off a Bears win. They've been basically Murder's Row in the past uh, week, or a couple weeks, excuse me, for the NFC North. Beat Chicago 12-7. Beat Green Bay 23-21. And beat the Colts 17-16. One thing you are noticing is a very small margin of error. One, two points, one touchdown. Decides the game. We got the new nightmare himself. Kirk Cousins. I have a pretty good feeling. You have to beat this team. I want to see the Vikings dominate someone. I want to see the Vikings go out there with their new Pro Bowl tight end and go absolutely haymaker on the commanders. By the way, the worst name ever you could have chosen. It just sounds so clunky. Why don't you just keep football team? Washington football team, actually, everyone kind of started to like it at the end. And commanders? Like, that's going to sound... Imagine 100 years from now. Ooh, the commanders. That sounds so clunky. I hate it. I hate, I hate their name. Red Tails, Red Dogs, football team, they were all right there. And they, of course, Dan Schneider dropped the bag. And then they came up with those unbelievably hideous uniforms. I hate those uniforms. I hate the helmet. They're just an absolute dumpster fire of a franchise. And that's where you got to win. Beat them. Embarrass them. Stop playing close games against Skylar Thompson slash Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Stop playing close games against Andy Dalton. And Justin Fields, who's throwing two fifth-string wide receivers. Destroy this team. The losses they have, so they are 4-4. Four and four. They started off really slow, losing to Jacksonville. Uh, winning against Jacksonville. Woohoo! 28-22. Yay, 1-0 Commanders. Carson Wentz 
here he comes. Then they went to play the Lions and lost 36 to 27. Hilarious. The Eagles, 24-28, about the same record as the Vikings. They actually scored an, uh, one little bonus point against the Eagles, and we did. Lost to their rivals, the Dallas Cowboys, who that was there in the Cooper Rush sensation. Rush Rush Sanity. Rush Sanity, I'll call it. Then lost to the Titans in a very Titans game, 21-17. Good defense, ran the ball, blah, 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 blah. Went on a streak against, the, like I said, the Bears, Packers, and, and Colts. And now they're inviting the Minnesota Vikings to FedEx Field. The Vegas odds of this game are actually pretty good. The spread lists obviously the Vikings as the favorite. Duh. Because why would a 6-1 team playing at noon with Cousins not be the favorite team? With a spread sitting seat just at three points. It's embarrassing to me. I hate that. I, I mean, you are a six and one team. You're supposed to compete with the Bills. You're supposed to compete with the Chiefs. You're supposed to compete compete with the Eagles. You're a three point favorite to a raging hot. I say in quotes, Commanders team. They beat nobody. That Packers game is looking worse and worse. That the Vikings won. This is the game. Here's what. My dream scenario for the Minnesota Vikings are they go out there, they drop a 30 to 10 game. Yes, I'm just cuss there. <laughs> just a freaking bomb. Just dropping an absolute deuce on the commanders in preparation for the Bills next week. I know everyone's already circling their calendar for the Bills game. You have to take care of the commanders. TJ Hawkinson is going to be, I think, a huge factor day one, minute one. He is not someone you can just throw a uh, linebacker on. You can maybe get away with that once in a while. But I'm going to predict that TJ Hawkinson has at least 50 yards of receiving and one touchdown. I'm going to go with 50 and one. Write it down, as Judd would say. Book me to it. Hold me accountable. Minnesota will throw to TJ Hawkinson for 50 yards and a touchdown. Really simple game, but a very T.J. Hawkinson game. Did you guys know he leads the NFL in yards? What is that? Yards a game? No, yards a catch at 15. You can't just put a linebacker on him. You can, but you you have you leave yourself a potential getting burnt if you put a safety over him. Now you got Justin Jefferson, and if you have a, if you have a safety on Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson is one on one, that means Adam Thielen's one on one, and Odell Beckham Jr., who they're going to sign. I'm making that up. Please, God, just sign him. Then this team would be ready for a Super Bowl. I would sign him for actually. I would sign Odell for a two-year contract. I wouldn't even give him one. I'd give him two. My dog's barking. I hope you don't hear that. It's kind of far away, but hey, I got three of them. I want them to sign OJ, OBJ to two years because he's going to be kind of slow, kind of rusty. Then you get another year. This is your window. The Vikings' window is now. Beat the Commanders. Don't be favored by three. Beat them by about 27. Beat them, I would love, 30 to 10. Beat, no doubt them. Don't let yourself go to the fourth quarter with the uh, surging commanders or whatever. Heineke's doing some weird crap. Just beat them. Go out there and beat them. We're all looking over our shoulders. I know in the NFL you really don't have trap games like you do in college. In college, these kids are always going to like Oh, I have to play Purdue, but next week I have the number five 
Penn State, and I'm number six. And oh, look at this upset alert. Purdue wins. That's what always happens. So the NFL is not really trap games, but this is if there was ever a trap game in the NFL, it's right now. It's the average, mid, below average, four out of ten. Bleh, commanders, and then you get the Bills coming up next week. The over-under is 43 and a half, which would put me actually with my prediction of 30 to 10. They love to do predictions right now. 30 to 10 would be my dream score. What's my actual prediction? Let me let me think about this for five seconds. My actual prediction would be let's go 32 to 17. That's what I'm gonna actually predict, which would put me on the over. So if I were you, I'm not gonna give you betting advice. I can't. I would maybe take the over. I would maybe take the over on this one. Kirk's looked phenomenal. He looks like Kirk Cousins. Nothing fancy. 232 yards last week. Couple of studies. No interceptions. It's Kirk Cousins. And now he's going to have the most reliable target he's ever had in his career. TJ Hawkinson, the 25-year-old pro bowler. I'm going to keep saying that because it's true. The moment the Vikings extend him, I'm getting that's I don't like to get jerseys, not because jerseys aren't cool. I actually love wearing jerseys to sporting events. I don't really wear them like to like the store, but wearing them to sporting events, I love that because I think they just look cool, they look super, super fashionable. I really like actually having a decent little fashion, but I don't like getting last names on it because they're just going to leave you. So if you know you extend DJ Hawkinson, your brother might have to get one. <laughs> your brother might have to get one. I'm excited overall. I think every Viking, I think I'm going to speak for every Viking fan that it's an exciting time. The first time in a long time, the Vikings feel like a real team. I don't want to call them a fake ID, though. And if I want to hold the Vikings accountable, I kind of have to. They're a fake ID until proven otherwise. What if, okay, let me paint a scenario here. What if they walk into Washington, they walk into D.C., they put up a kind of a clunker, win the game, 28-24. Yay, the Vikings are 7-1, we're feeling great. But then they go to Buffalo. Is it in Buffalo or in Minnesota? Let me check that real quick. Let me fact check myself, boys. Let me. It's in Buffalo. Okay, that's what I thought. You walk into Buffalo and you get slaughtered. 35-7. What is this team then at 7-2? and two? Look, I'm already looking to the future. I'm literally trap gaming my own self, but I have to talk about it. I guess a little spoiler for the preview next week. What would be the Vikings then? At 7-2 and two with two of their losses being the best team, but getting slaughtered. That worries me. I don't want Minnesota to get all hyped up. Minnesota fans, I do, because it's an exciting time. It should be a really, really exciting time. But I really do worry that we're beating these mid to below average teams. The schedule is going to pick up. But we're beating this below mid average teams, and then we go to playoffs, and then you lose in the first round. We've seen this story before. This team has a little more juice. Apparently, the locker room's phenomenal. Things are going well. Coach is great. Everything's everyone's buzzing. Woohoo! Go out there 
and beat the living crap out of Washington. That's my dream for this game. And, of course, I'm not just saying that because, oh, I want to beat the crap out of every team. Duh. I think it's important for this game specifically that you go and prove to yourselves that we belong at the top. And then we get ready for the playoff matchup, the Super Bowl. Let's just call it the Super Bowl, not playoff, because they're obviously AFC, the Bills. Let's call it the mini Super Bowl possibility. Bills, Vikings on the 13th. Go in, take care of business. Kirk, be Kirk. Let's give some stat predictions. I'm going to say Kirk throws for 270 and two touchdowns. One to TJ Hawkinson, one to Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook will have 75 yards, one touchdown. He better, I mean, he's on my fantasy team, he better. Matson will look very, very solid as well. I'll even say Matson gets into the end zone. So what am I at? Two, three, four touchdowns. Let me write out my prediction. Maybe I'm wrong off a touchdown. We get kick a couple field goals. Just go out there and take care of business. Oh, and Minnesota, oh, sign Odell Beckham Jr. If there is an inkling that he would sign here, sign him for a two-year deal. Incentive-ridden. It's That's all you have to do with these kind of contracts with these risk guys. You incentive-ridden it. You give him a baseline of a couple mil, a mil, 500K, 200K, you know, not 200K, 2 million, 500K, 1 million base, and incentivize it up to 10 million. If you're a pro bowler, Odell Beckham Jr. on the Vikings, yeah, guess what? He ends up just worth it. Incentivize these guys' contracts. Don't give them huge base. Give them normal base. Give them two years. Say you can make up to $11 million. That's how you handle volatile players like Odell Beckham Jr. Because if he does nothing, you're out nothing. But if he does everything, he's now worth the contract you paid him. And he's happy about it, too, because now he knows, oh, I just got to perform, and I get paid a lot. Maybe even pay him over what he would get as a base from another team. Pay him over that Pro Bowl, playoff win, 100 yards, whatever. You saw the impact the man had in the Super Bowl. He was almost a Super Bowl MVP, and he played half the game. Odell Beckham's special, and he loves Justin Jefferson. Go sign him. Go sign Odell, please. Not only because it would be cool and fun as a fan, he's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal weapon. Can you just imagine a team? Can you play this game with me, please? Please play this game with me. Can you imagine a team with Justin Jefferson, Odell Beckham Jr., Adam Thielen, and DJ Hawkinson, and Dalvin Cook sitting in your backfield? I mean, GG. I mean, game over, brother. It doesn't matter about Kirk Cousins or... Also, the one player the Vikings should have signed this offseason, I'll probably say this on other podcasts, it hurts me so much. And I'm going to blow your mind here. One player the Vikings should have signed this offseason. Cam Newton. Yep. Cam Newton. When you knew you had a backup arm, don't trade for Nick Mullins for, like, what is it, six or seven? Don't do that. It's a waste of time. Keep man in or whatever. Who cares? Because he's going to be my third-string quarterback. I signed Cam Newton instead of signing Nick Mullins or, or trade for Nick Mullins. Why do I sign Cam Newton? That dude's a walking 10 touchdowns. Let's play this game. Let's just play. The season goes along. Cam Newton's, by the way, just a wild. Imagine Taysom Hill. Picture right here. Taysom, you cannot stop this. Imagine Taysom Hill on the Vikings, except make him a six foot five, 260 pound MVP. 
Okay? <laughs> Just take Taysom Hill's roll, roll it up in a burrito, and ship it to Cam Newton. And he's a Pro Bowl MVP Super Bowl quarterback. I get it. Kirk needs to score in the red zone. Who gives a crap about big mythical things of blah, blah, blah? Let's talk reality. Let's play this game. Let's say they sign him today. Tonight, they announced Odell Beckham Jr. and Cam Newton as a package deal going to the Vikings. Never going to happen. I'm going to still play the game. It is now second and goal from the eight yard line. You have lined up. Under in shotgun, Cam Newton, Dalvin Cook next to him, Odell as the X, outside receiver, Jefferson on the other side, and Thielen in the slot. TJ's in a three-point stance. Who's stopping that? Who is stopping that? That wins you Super Bowls. That's unstoppable. That is Warriors, Golden State Warriors level death lineup. I love Kirk. He's great. Don't get me wrong. But Cam hiking the ball and looking like he's going to scramble and then just throws to Odell, it's too much. It's overwhelming. I, it's too late now to sign Cam Newton. They should have signed him in the offseason, especially if they were thinking Mund and Manon weren't going to work out. I don't know what's sitting right there. And if you tell him, hey, dude, you're not going to play every snap because we have Kirk Cousins, but you're going to play Wildcat. You're going to play 15 snaps a game. I think you would have done it. I really do. And, and giving him the full offseason. Don't do it like the week before OTAs or anything. Like, just do it full offseason. He's well aware. Sign him for a one-year contract because he wants to maybe prove that he can play and maybe there's a door opening again another year. I wouldn't sign him for anything long. One year, incentive ridden. If you score 10 touchdowns, you get $4 million. It's not that hard, right? The weapon you could have had with Cam Newton. Oh, boy. I don't know why a team hasn't done that yet. I am just shocked that, especially with the Vikings, I get why the Bills and Chiefs haven't done it because they don't want to take Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen off the, the field. So, hey, it's okay. You can take you can take Cousins off the field for a play. I love Kirk to death. I really do. I think he's a good enough quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I'm not a Kirk zealot, but he's good enough. And good enough is good enough. It wins you games. It wins you Super Bowls. Eli Manning, Matt Ryan, Trent Dilfer, insert average quarterback, Nick Foles. Good enough. Matt, just, just, just imagine Cam Odell. No, you act like I'm talking about a pipe dream. It's not a pipe dream. You know why? You could literally just call them today and they'd be like, hell yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm not asking for 27-year-old Cam. I'm not being like, let's just get a Pro Bowl team. Oh, I'm asking for an old man Cam with a bum shoulder who no one apparently wants anymore. And Odell Beckham Jr. coming off an ACL surgery. But the and if they do nothing, guess what? You have a backup quarterback who was an MVP, great guy, high energy, great on the microphone, great in practice, beloved by every teammate he's ever had besides Josh Norman, but even they love each other. Oh, Kevin Benjamin. You got me down. Then you get Odell Beckham Jr., big lot. Maybe that's too much personality and overwhelms. But like, Cam is not like, as a former Panther fan growing up, my entire childhood, trust me, Cam was like a, like a, he says some crazy stuff on podcasts, but he's like a cool dude. Like, he doesn't, he's not rude. 
He was never rude to Ron Rivera. He was never rude to Matt Rule. He was never rude to Joe Brady. He's not a rude guy to his teammates. He's maybe rude to Remen, but he's not a rude guy to teammates. I, I, Odell, that's a little risk. I get it. But him and Jefferson, Jeff, Justin Jefferson are so close, and with Patrick Peterson kind of being your emotional leader, I mean, Jesus, the potential. Well, boys, that's all I got. All I got today, I, prediction, my final prediction, what did I say? 32-13. My dream is they only score 10 points and we score over 30. That's my dream. What I think is going to happen is that we actually do score over 30, but we allow somewhere in between 13 to 17 points. Vikings win. I'm predicting an absolute Vikings win, even with the trap game coming next week. I will be back with you all to post-review this game. Look for a podcast Sunday night into Monday morning. I'm kind of debating when. I'm going to post this podcast right now. Friday night into Saturday. Enjoy it. If you like, as always, you guys know my outro. Follow me on Twitter. Brandon Off Tackle. No E is my ant sign. If you like Twins Baseball, I've got a new cover art for that. More cover art's coming, by the way, so it looks all pretty because you're looking at, you're watching this on the old one. If you like Twins Baseball, follow the Twins Podcast. Twins Off Speed, I know I'm catchy. All right, Off Tackle, Off Speed, Off Ice. I mean, come on. I'm a lyrical genius at this point. If you like wild hockey, follow the Wild Off Ice. I almost said tackle. The Wild Off Ice Podcast. Support your boy. Give me a five-star rating, and I'll love you forever. I look forward to seeing you guys Sunday night, Monday. We can follow the Twitter. I'll live-tweet everything. I look forward to seeing you guys then and talking about a Vikings victory.